0: Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and on today's podcast, I speak with Anna Alexander, who is the current director of photography for Wired Magazine. Beyond working for Wired Magazine, Anna has also spent time during her career as a photo director for Dwell Magazine. In this interview, I speak to Anna about her journey as a photo editor, some of her most memorable projects, as well as where she looks for new talent. Anna is someone who has worked with some of the most talented photographers in the business, like Dan Winters and Joe Poliesi, and she just has a wealth of knowledge about photography and the photography business. So I was really excited to get a chance to speak with her. So I hope you enjoy it and thanks so much for listening. Alright, cool. Well, Anna Alexander. Uh, welcome to the podcast uh thanks so much for taking the time to do this um how you doing
1: i'm good i'm really excited
0: that's good i know (laughs) we've been putting this together for weeks i was really excited to talk to you um with everything you've been doing within photography with wired dwell uh much much more um i know you've been having a busy couple oh that's it
1: really it's just wired and dwell wired
0: (laughs) dwell and everything else you do (laughs) but uh i guess what what have you been working on lately what's uh what's been keeping you busy
1: Oh wow. Um well first of all, just to let you know, I might swear. I don't know if that's okay.
0: Yeah, you can say you can say whatever the fuck you want, Anna. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not gonna mean to swear, but I'm told that I do. But, right.
0: Not so. a problem.
1: <laughs> um, lately, oh my god, there's there's a lot. Um we're just I mean, you know, there's there's lots of, you know, I'm at Wired right now and I've been for a long time, but, um, I, uh, yeah, we just, there's, you know, a bunch of different stories going on. There's always like, mm-hmm. oh, there's so much to get into. <laughs>
0: no, <Nah>, I get <laughs> like, it. And you just got, you just got back, you just got back from, uh, the Palm Springs photo festival. Um, what, what do did. you kind of, what do you enjoy about that festival? I, I personally, have never been, um, what do you kind of get out of going to those things? What festivals do you go to or do you, um, uh, like, ever show your book or anything? Yeah. I mean, uh, I went to, well, I showed you my book at the, uh, SPD, um, photo mm-hmm. I went to that one. Um, it was a good deal. It wasn't super expensive. Um, but yeah. other, than, other than that, I don't, I haven't really gone to another photo festivals. I'll go to like the expo, the photo plus sometimes. Um, but other than that, I've never gone to photo, uh, the Palm Springs ones, but it, it looks pretty amazing.
1: You yeah. Know, I am always a promoter of the the Palm Springs one because it is, it is mainly about portfolio reviews. I mean, it goes on, you know, nine a.m. to, you know, like four or something, but there's also huge workshops and symposiums. And then, you know, from like nine to midnight, there's talks and they're always so good. And it's just like photo in your face 24 seven. So it's, it's not and then I mean, I grew up you know in the desert, so I don't well, no, I
0: do mind the heat, it's gross,
1: <laughs> but um a lot of people like it when it goes yeah. there, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that's cool, and I guess, like um, where did you kind of grow up, and how did you kind of get into photography initially, I guess?
1: Uh, I actually grew up in Mill Valley, California, which is on the other side of the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm. And, uh, but when I was 12, the family moved to Phoenix. So, um, but in ways of photography, uh, my grandfather and my father were super into photography. They weren't photographers. Well, my grandfather kind of was, but, um, but it was just always around. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think about, um, my yeah, so we had this long hallway. So Phoenix, you know, everything is flat. There's no, you know, two stories made. Everything's like desert flat for like one story type. And so there's this long hallway, and every single inch of the wall is a photo. And it's got a frame. And so nice. but it's all like glued together. And so it was always um, just right there. But, I mean, I just, I don't think I ever... Thought of anything else? Nice. Besides photography, you know, like from a child into now.
0: And did Just, you did you ever like kind of start taking photos yourself? Was it something? Did you kind of study photography in school? Did you, did you ever take photos uh, personally?
1: Yeah, I mean, I uh, I, I know this is going to sound crazy. I I never thought I would be a photographer, but I had to be. In the photo business. And so I was actually obsessed with magazines, particularly interview. um, And it was just plastered all over my wall. And I wanted to be, like, since high school, I wanted to be a photo editor. And so, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) dream dream come true. (laughs) Um, You know, you don't really go to college for that. Uh, I mean, you can, you know, do journalism, but I, my, main love was photography so yeah i went to university of arizona in tucson and have an amazing photo course and um i have bfa in photography so um but you know it, it was a, quite a long time ago like almost pre photoshop mm-hmm. <laughs> it was all dark room nice and so that's what i did after school i, I worked in the dark room which I miss so much. It was so therapeutic, you yeah, know. Super chemically, super <laughs> chemically bad for you. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but who cares about that
2: stuff?
0: Yeah, right. Like you mentioned, you really enjoyed Interview Magazine. What about that magazine? Did you enjoy so much? You think?
1: Um, the design, mm. but the photos were. It was all about the photos. And now, you know, knowing what I know now about magazines and the ones that I've worked at, you know, there's a, there's when they have huge photos like that, that's not every magazine, you know, they actually do like words in there too, but interview wasn't, I mean, at least what I remember from it, you know, when like Warhol days, you know, so big and it's just, a huge, they're all portraits mm. and, you know, um I don't know. It was just, I could just see, like the set and like them experimenting and I don't know, but this was, you know, me at 17, not knowing anything about anything, just enjoying what the result was.
0: Yeah. And do you remember some of the first photographers work that you kind of enjoyed looking at? Is there anybody kind of sticks out in your mind when you first kind of, kind of looking at photography and kind of taking it more seriously?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm kind of, um, my, my personal taste in photography is very, um, very strange. <laughs> I liked, uh, yeah. uh, I was more drawn to like, like old school, like Bill Brandt, like, you know, like the one with the ear and then
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: just weird, like depth of field type stuff or distortion or um, like, you know, Diane Arbus or, but one of my favorites was um, David Leventhal who does, he did, you know, little scenes with Barbie dolls, which he got in trouble for Mattel, but, um, he did, you know, like little dolls. And I remember I did in college, I did, you're supposed to, um, my thesis was, you're supposed to replicate, you know, one of your favorite artists, photographers. And so I, I did that with my childhood dollhouse
2: Nice. and created
1: this whole story and it was all gloomy and, so, okay, wait, I just, okay, so I have a story for you. So, right. <laughs>
2: the,
1: so, like, maybe 10, 15 years ago, I don't know, at, at Wired, there we had. I was given this story about, I may get this wrong, but it was a pill that would make you um, thin, blonde, and um, tan. Mm. So, um, I'm totally getting that wrong, but it's all right. we are like, Barbie doll yeah but like I want to do a Barbie doll and then I, I told the director of photography Brenna and I said but I want um I want to do like you know a cheap um David Leventhal and she's like well why don't you just call David Leventhal
2: wow. and
1: I'm like oh my god I can't <laughs> she's like everybody likes work Anna just call him yeah. I'm like I don't even know if he's alive <laughs> <No>. but <laughs> so I did. it was like, I, I didn't realize that, you know, it, it just taught me that you can just reach for it. Mm-hmm. You never know. I mean, so what? They say no, you move on to the next person. But, you know, um, I was going to have somebody replicate his work, and then he he did. He, he's like, sure. I don't know what he said, but um, and I'm sure I didn't talk to him for, at first, but um, yeah, and then... Moral of the story is I ended up showing him my thesis. I don't remember what he said, but
0: <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it kind of came full, full 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 circle. Like, so you ended up getting to work on a project with uh, David Leventhal. Then,
1: yeah, you know, I mean, um, you just you never know.
0: Yeah, that's pretty amazing. What What do you remember most about working with a guy like that? I think, did he shoot all those, like, figurines? I believe it, it was either, like, 8x10, or I think he might have even shot it 20x24, I, I believe.
1: Oh, yeah. yes, 20, 20, 20x24 Polaroid. Mm. So, yeah, not even, um, and that's what he did. Um, and then I, I hired him again for, I think, a story on war or something. Um, it had soldiers. Um, but he sent uh, two and a quarter chrome, like, uh, like originally shot, like not scanned. Mm. Fluoride, but but no, what I remember is that, you know, and I, of course I don't remember if I was just, I didn't give any art direction. I said, this is, you know, I, I didn't want to um, insult him, I guess. Mm. And I said, Barbie doll. Um, and knowing that we couldn't do, I say Barbie doll, but it wasn't a Barbie doll. We couldn't, yeah do that legally but yeah. um so but i I think he just did it, and then sent in two scans, so I'm Damn. like okay,
0: right okay. that's pretty amazing, Bye. like you mentioned like giving art direction um do you feel like as a photo editor, is that like a big component of your job? Do you feel like you need to give direction to a lot of photographers? Does it kind of vary from project to project for you? you think
1: so what I do is I pretty much um, select photographers, sadly, geographically first. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't always like that, but um, yeah, primarily geographically. And then, you know, um, it is so much better if I've actually met the photographer or if I've talked to them and I know their personality. Because, honestly, most of wired subjects are very shy. They have 10 minutes. They don't want it. They've never had their photo taken, you know. Um, so I have to match up the personality.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And for as far as art direction, I, I typically, I'll just grab a couple off their site and like, like this. Mm-hmm. And then I'll grab a couple off their site and I said, not like this, please. <laughs> but if you have time you go for it whatever you feel it could be i don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. um and this is like a, a non-studio because nobody ever has time to like do a, a backdrop shot so
0: yeah no that's interesting and what do you think kind of drew you to becoming a photo editor uh because like you say you went to school was there like a photo editor you talked to that kind of led you to this path because it's such an interesting job when I think about it because you guys do so much and I'm sure the job's changed over the years since you started but like I guess what initially kind of drew you to become a becoming a photo editor you think? Uh,
1: uh, probably just my obsession with magazines and I didn't know I just knew from the math head the word photo editor I didn't know what it meant But I knew that that was what a photo department did. So, I mean, that was their title, you know. So, um, I actually, I moved back, you know, from Tucson to San Francisco in, like, 96.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And um, and my husband, husband now, um, boyfriend at the time, uh, was obsessed with Wired Super geeky. He wouldn't mind me saying that. It's okay. Um, and he knew my obsession with you know magazines, and it was way more designy. You know, I mean, it still is, but it's like it was super design, fluorescent, and just cut up and weird and crazy. Um, and then, so he's like, "You should try with them." So I remember I wrote. This was ninety seven. Yep. I wrote a letter saying this uh the horrible, horrible cover letter just begging mm-hmm. basically to be their photo intern. And then um my mentor, Jenny Butler, she was the associate photo editor at the time, I think, and she called me, she's like, Okay. Wow. <laughs> she's like, By the way, this is the worst cover letter ever. <laughs> I'm like I know. <laughs> Um, but, uh, they had never had a photo intern. So she had me come in and meet the creative director, uh, Thomas Schneider at the time. And, um, and that was it. And I was an hour late to my interview with him. That was awesome. I remember that I'm reminded of that a lot. And, uh, so I didn't, I I didn't care what I did. I I mean, just walking in the doors of wired 1997 is, there's like
0: people roller skating. Is <laughs> it's just yeah? Because what what so year odd. what year did Wired start? I know it's been around for a while, but you remember what year Wired in
1: ninety
0: three? Wow, wow! You so you're there pretty pretty early on from the, from the get go in the early days of Wired. Yeah.
1: What,
0: what yeah. do you what do you kind of um, remember about that? Like when you start interning for them, like what kind of stuff did they have you doing? Um, what do you kind of remember about that experience? What do you think you kind of learned the most from? Uh, kind of getting in there, you think?
1: You know, I mean, I was a photo intern, but the photo department was just, was Erica Ackerberg was the photo editor and then Jenny Butler. And that was it.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: me. And then, um, it was a lot of pickup. Like we didn't shoot any product or if we did, it's probably, you know, okay. Smartphones didn't really exist. I think the trio did at the time, but, um, yeah, We couldn't, we just photographed it in the closet or something. There wasn't a studio, but um, it was so fast and it was so thick. There was you know 15 features, and the FOB was you know like 50 pages long and is sandy. So, um, but to be honest, like that's what I love so much about this job is there is something different every single day. I almost swore, see, but
0: yeah. <laughs> Especially, with I'm trying
1: the ma- to catch myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially with the magazine like you guys with technology, it's just constantly changing. I would imagine that must be like the interesting part of working with a magazine like Wired. Every every year, there's there's this new technology. It must just be kind of exciting to kind of be on the forefront of like all these like things that are happening. You know,
1: it is, and also um, people think that I have a lot of knowledge of that. And they're like, you work at Wired. You should know how to fix this VCR, whatever. <laughs> okay, not VCR. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Maybe not, maybe not a VCR. Yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah, I think like what what I did in the old days, it was just you know, I log in negative transparencies slides. I mean you know, there's not Corvus Getty Mm
2: -hmm. or
1: Corvus really Well, there's no online version at that time. You have to call them and or fax them. Oh my God. I'm like dating myself. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but it was really exciting. But Uh, you know, and so you say, I need Bill Gates, whatever. And then the next day FedEx would come and you log it all in,
0: scan it and
1: lay out and then send them back. And, um, I do have another story.
0: Yeah, anything um, you want. <laughs> you like the story? Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm really stopping myself from swearing. I want you know that. I'm really trying. You My can, mom's going to listen to it. It's but, right. you know? <laughs> Even though she swears, too.
2: Really.
1: <laughs> um, so, okay. Maybe about three or four months ago, um, our office manager, Arthur, found about 30 boxes, banker boxes in a storage unit mm. that Wired had. And he's like, it, they say photo all over. I'm like, what? He's like, I know you've been here for 400 years. So what's in it? Yeah, And I'm like, well, you know, we can have a director of photography with kind of a hoarder and really, really perfectionist. So I bet you it's just like invoices yeah. that we scanned and have digitally, but you know, Maybe kept. He's like, no, they say negatives and transparencies. I'm like, "Ah." so he brought him in, and for I have like all documented. It was crazy. It was actually like there were, I feel bad saying this, but it was like cover shoots, like from early days, transparent, all chrome. Wow. And so I'm trying to remember, did they, is there a way, like either you shoot? on transparencies and send those transparencies or you you make a dupe yep like slides mm-hmm. right yeah. so why the, why would we keep them
2: mm-hmm. and
1: so i'm contacting all these photo editors throughout time saying hey taking pictures and texting and bringing back it brought back a lot of memories good and bad um a lot of it was a lot of these labels i had to label every, every single slide mm-hmm. Um, we're in my work is all in my writing. <laughs> so it was like so but you know, when you when you know the Matrix is coming out, they uh whoever studio, they send slides. Yeah. Or and um VHS tapes <laughs> for, for for trailers, right? So yep. um but we kept all that. Wow. Why?
0: That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I did a
1: lot of stopping, but I did a lot of keeping. I mean, so many NASA prints that, of course, are all online now. But
0: Mm -hmm. anyway, I'm, like,
1: showing the photo department now saying, do you realize how lucky you are?
0: (laughs) No, that's pretty amazing. (laughs) Um, Do you remember some of the first photographers you were working with when you first kind of got to Wired? Um, Were there any kind of shoots that kind of stick out in your mind from, like, kind of the early days of working there?
1: Well, when I you know, I did,
0: you know, research for a super long time. And when I,
1: I didn't start, um, producing until I went, I went to, it's, it's dead now, but the industry standard. And that was, um, the Jenny Butler, the associate photo editor at WIRED, who brought me in, went to the standard. It was like during the bubble, like 2000, I think maybe. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, she called me over and I went it was a weekly and so much money. Oh my god, it was so crazy. And um anyway, that was when I first just started hiring and um actually my my favorite and still one of my favorites is Robin Toomey. Oh
2: yeah. And
1: she well, she was uh the intern after me at Wired, I think after me. Um and but she wanted to be a photographer. Like she didn't, unlike me, she, she didn't, you know, go into the the publication business. So, Mm -hmm. but, um, I hired her for a lot of things just honestly for her to practice. And because there was a lot of money, you know, we just like rented equipment and she got experimental and so she did shoot
0: a lot. Yeah, no, she's an amazing photographer. And like when you kind of first started producing shoots, um, did it kind of take you a while to get comfortable doing that? Um, This with everything that kind of goes into producing some of these shoots you do? uh, Or was it always just something you you felt comfortable doing from the get go, you think?
1: Well, I'm not the most organized person ever. So, uh, like, I know what I know how I visualize the final product, but now I'm. Now I'm a superstar and I have, you know, spreadsheets and stuff, but, um, it's each, each shoot is like planning a wedding. Like is <laughs> there's so many components and so many things can go wrong, you're trying to protect the artist and, and, you know, either from PR, especially PR. So, you know, who are the bouncers and then, um, of anything it could be an event or a uh, location or a person, you know, but, um, they want to make sure that it looks good. And then, but we want it to not look like it's a commercial pamphlet for them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but there's so, yeah, many, many things. And it's like when I mentor somebody now on production, I don't think about those, those little things. I'm just like, this is what you do. Blah, 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 and step and step. But then I think about little things like, Oh, you know what might happen? This might happen. So it's just like, you know, it, it, it would happen, like, mm. I don't know, anything, the fun, I don't know. Um, you know, and I know the photographer thinks of all that stuff, too, but yeah. you know, we have this, like, paranoia. Yeah. I don't know, of a shoot, shoot going on, and yes, there have been uh, reshoots, but I always use the same person,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: I know a lot of people don't, but um,
0: what, what, and I what,
1: wasn't always in a position to do that, but
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, there's just a lot of moving parts and where it it, it seems like where I've never worked at a magazine internally, but uh, I would imagine it's just like, it it just never stops because it's like every month there's a new issue coming. Uh, what is like a typical day like for a photo editor? Are are there like weeks where it's just like busier than others when the magazine's kind of getting ready to ship out or what's kind of like a typical day for a photo editor if there is one?
1: Well, uh, for print, it's a cycle. Uh, so when we are for monthly, let's say, um, when we're closing, which is back the end of the month, mm-hmm. um, that's when the photo editor, well, probably a week or two before, the photo editor is working on the next issue. So everybody's freaking out and closing and production and fact check and all that. And we're already moved on to next because our job's done. They, they have our photos. We ordered the high res. Blah blah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we're deep into the next issue, but web is like, is, is um, all every day.
0: Yeah. With, with like, uh, I was talking to Joe Pug about this this morning with. Joe Pug. Okay.
1: So by the way, he was one of the first people I hired when I came back to Wired. So I'm totally interrupting. him. so sorry. No, that's fine. Um, I, okay. um, When the standard folded, um, they, I was called to come back to Wired, and um, and then, yeah, and he was the first one, because he was, and this happens so often, he was Stryber's first, I think, yeah. a million years ago, I mean, honestly, it was a very, very long time ago, 18 years ago, so, and a photographer will always be like, hey, you know, this person is just me, you should look at them, or, you know, first assistant, trying to make it out in the world uh you know give him a call whatever and so i totally i did and so that's where our relationship bloomed
0: yeah it's pretty amazing Anyway, go ahead <laughs> yeah no i was just saying we were talking about like with digital and stuff like uh we've we've seen like a lot of big magazines uh stop printing like just in the last month esp in the magazine um came out and said they're not going to be printing the mag anymore um like as someone who's worked in like publications for a long time um like where do you see the future of like, like digital publishing? Like, Do you feel like photographers are still going to be utilized as much as the print days, more? Um, what are your kind of thoughts, you think?
2: Well,
1: you know, it was really hard for... I don't know. I mean, I get it, but it was hard for a really long time. Not so much now, but it was hard for a photographer to even say yes to a web shoot like, you know, they're like, well, we're going to be in print. And I mean, not, I'm not trying to be mean, but, you know, um, I said, no, you know, this is a, this is a web only and you, you can put the whole shoot on there and, you know, it's going to be huge and uh, instead of just like two images in print, but they all went in print. And I know that that still is the case, um, but it's, it's so much different nowadays. They're They actually are excited for a web story and... You know, that's what, I mean, why? Are, I mean, why? Are, you know, a,
0: a huge web presence. So, mm-hmm. um, we're lucky like that. Um, do, do, I mean, to fun print. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, that's the thing I, as a photographer, I always wonder like, like where things are going to go. Like is, is the future, it's all going to be web. Uh, the thing I, I always worry about it, are the rates going to go down because it's now it's on web, it's not in print. I think, I've talked to a lot of photographers. I think that's something like people worry about or or do you just see uh, it'll it'll be the same. It's just the photos are going to live somewhere else. You think?
1: I don't know. For us, it's the same. You know, that's, it's, it's hard. It's, I don't don't even know how to answer that because it's like, obviously we, we don't have our $40,000 huge shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like that. So, um, but you know, it's, it's fun to see what someone is willing to do with the budget and, um, without, you know, cheating it and cheating the look, Mm -hmm. but you know, there's, there's ways around it. And, um, for web, we we have a pretty decent pay for web. Yeah. So, yeah, no, you know, I, and if if not, we we kind of find a way. If not to you know um, put some and like maybe do like a preview, guess what's coming up on the web or whatever in print, so that you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I think oh, man. I think managing I, editor won't like that. I said that. But no, no, no.
0: I think I, I just look at it. It's just like you know, times are changing. Like mag, some magazines are not printing anymore. But but I feel like there's always gonna be a need for um photography it's it's just like gonna be something different and it's it's just evolving i I'm hopeful for that like a gift yeah, who knows yeah who knows there's all types of different stuff to utilize your photos i guess um
1: yeah it's hard you i continuously were asked you know make sure it's clickable make it's a photo oh.
0: <laughs> i don't
1: <it's, laughs> yeah. I'm not making it sparkle don't ask me to make it sparkle. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but we fall into that sometimes too.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. In, in your mind, like, what do you think it is that like makes a good photo editor? If you, if if someone wants to be a photo editor, someone's listening to this. Like, what advice would you give to them? Like, wh- what kind of skills do you need to be a good photo editor? You think?
1: Um, I think okay. So totally open to everything, every kind of photography. Mm-hmm. Um. I definitely, you're going to do a lot of mentoring, whether it's at, whether it's you know in house wherever you work or um, at portfolio reviews, which I totally love, and um, keeping fucking like amazing relationships with photographers. And I have had the best relationships with photographers. You know, like um, specifically, if there's a, a column or um, this is you know for. Print or web. So there's a column and you have someone shoot it every single month or a week, you know you develop relationships. You know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, you you can this trust. Like, you, um, can, you can trust them.
1: Yeah, and you know you talk to them like on the phone mm-hmm. instead of email, text, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like Dan Winters and I have a great relationship. Like it makes me emotional talking about it, but. <laughs> because does. i know he's a like good he he's a good guy he's great uh, although i i did i heard his if <laughs> i heard his episode yep. it was like eight hours long <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i'm yeah. like of course it is but that's what it is with him it's like you it get you get so deep and you talk for 45 minutes mm-hmm. a creative you know a creative conversation is you know, it just uh but it develops into everything and you start talking about your kids and your cats and life. And -hmm. so -hmm. I don't
0: know. Yeah. With like, with a guy like that, like having you worked with so many different photographers over the years, like a guy like Dan Winters or Joe pug, these guys who are like working at the top level. um, What do you think, what is it that they, they do so well that you feel like obviously they take great pictures, but like, what do they bring to the table that you want to continually like partner with someone like that?
1: So I know what they're capable of. You know, um, like Kate Opperman is another one where, um, you know, but I'm, I'm like, I'll text her. I say, she's like super busy, but um, I'll text her and be like, okay, I have this thing, but it's in, you know, uh, Minnesota and it has to happen three weeks. And then, you know, because I know whatever the topic is, I know that um, this particular one was documentary and I knew that she will go above and beyond just knowing her as a person um, above and beyond and then go way extra. Yeah. Like, you know, it was about a town. So she would, you know, I didn't ask for not an aerial, but you know, like a whole entire view of the town. Um, I mean, she wasn't able to do the shoot, but like, that's the type of thing that, that you think of like what they've done for you before or what you've seen in other publications or on their site. Like, Oh, I, like, you know, being a photo editor for 800 years, I, I know like looking at their site and looking at projects or previous commissions and um, I'm able to tell, I don't know what the shot list was, but I I can tell that um, they went, Above and beyond, or yeah, you know, they follow specific details. I love details, yeah. and
0: yeah, they bring they bring their yeah. they bring their own unique voice to the project, not just the initial creative briefing or whatnot. They kind of they almost just like you said, they bring more than you you ask for uh, time and time again, pretty much.
1: Yeah, and they're also they're also super into experimenting and doing a test and making the time to do a test like if i say you know i um i don't i don't want you know this this look that you always do you know okay i say it much nicer than that but <laughs> but i'm like let's try something new yeah. what about blah 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 yeah. and so um you know they'll send something funky and like um oh i loved oh my i'm not gonna get this right uh uh art Striber did uh it was like a film noir.
0: Oh yeah, I saw that. He made a little promo book out of it.
1: Is it Vandy Fair? <laughs> yeah,
0: something I like that. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, it was you know last year, but I he does do black and white, but I haven't seen that before. Mm. And I had like the worst jealousy, looking at it, going, "God damn it! Like why? Why is <laughs> I? It's so it's so there, yeah. and he's perfect for it, mm-hmm. you know. And it was so like crunchy and old and and forties and you know. And the stars, like anyway,
0: yeah. I was like, ah. yeah, no, it, it's anyway, pretty amazing. I, and you know, one thing I've always kind of respected about Wired, it seems like you guys aren't afraid to give like younger and newer photographers a chance. Um, oh like, yeah, like I know my friend, a great photographer in Boston, uh, Simon Samard. Um, he's been doing some work for you guys. He does photograph, I think, Pete Buttigieg for you guys and some other mm-hmm. s- stories is that something obviously you got the guys like art Schreiber and dan winters but it's still just as exciting for you to um, bring in some new talent and kind of give them a chance
1: it is uh i'm always open for that and um it's not i swear it's not even like a money thing it's just it's like i'm kind of curious what they can do and i will always ask because i said before like geographically um we hire but everybody's open for a road trip too mm-hmm. so you know, um for l a or San Francisco, that's like you know as far east as Topeka, you know it's like yeah. not not road trips but you know, but um yeah and
0: I totally forgot your question. No, I was just saying, like the thing I always, I've always, it's all right. The thing I've always respected about Wired is that you guys, it seems like, constantly give younger photographers a chance. Yeah. And obviously, like like we're talking about Dan Winters and Art, these guys who are mm-hmm. like legends in the business um, that you guys work with. But then you feel like it's still exciting for you to kind of find new talent, give them a chance, and kind of see what they're gonna do. Yeah. So
1: then another thing is that our um you know we have a new editor in chief maybe a year and a half ago, um, Nick Thompson, and he doesn't you know, he's not really down with like the we did the celebrity thing for a long time and um mm-hmm. and so, you know, the photographers that shot the celebrity stuff for us, um, you know, we're now doing a lot of documentary, which I didn't I didn't do a lot. Mm-hmm. And I grew up at Wired being Not labeled, but I guess my beat was celebrity and then science um, conceptual. Yeah, like that's what I did. And then somebody else, you know, another photo editor got documentary. Another one got architecture. You know, and that's so that's what my my uh my book is all about. And but um, I love doing the documentary. I mean, I didn't even know how to do a fixer. Mm. For uh, forever, you know, because I, I, I only did portraits wow. or studio portraits, so, you know, and, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, it keeps it exciting. Kind of, it kind of a new challenge. It almost like you challenges yourself to find new photographers out there that are going to be able to like fit whatever needs you guys need. Pretty much.
1: It extends my brain.
0: Yeah. No, that's, ex- <laughs> that's <laughs> which
1: a- I really I need a lot.
0: So. Yeah. Um, and you know what is it like when you're gonna give a new photographer a chance? What is it you're looking for on their website, social media? What is it you think kind of sticks out in your mind? Is it you want to see that they have experience shooting for other magazines? Um, what is it that it's it's gonna give you? No, I don't. Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't. I don't care about that stuff. I think um, it's more of, I mean, so many people will you. You just you, they think of a, a project, a series, and it looks like it's editorial. I don't really care if anybody publishes it. I might want to publish it. you know um, I don't care if it's like um, or how many publications have hired them, or you know so many like product photographers will work with a, a stylist who has never been hired either, and you develop you can just shoot little Chanel number no. five bottles, and mm. I don't know. What did Chanel hire you? That's awesome. I don't know. It's not lying. It's just, you know, it's pr- practicing and mm-hmm. showing what they can do. Yeah. You know, um we don't shoot a lot of perfume here, but it's <laughs> <laughs> you, you,
0: you, you never know. You know, there'll be some new You never hi, some new high tech <laughs> perfume bottle and why it's gonna be on the cutting edge of perfume bottles.
1: Like lasers. <laughs>
0: 2020. I'm looking for that Chanel Wired collab. It, it it'll, it'll be there. Uh, but how do you, how do you find uh, new photographers? Obviously, I know you're on Instagram. Um, but yeah. Is that something you're constantly keeping your eye out? Um, where are you kind of looking for people? Frank, so
1: going against what I just said, I do look at publications, other publications, mm-hmm. um, but definitely Instagram and. I know you're not going to believe me, but I love promo cards
2: and okay. I love,
1: I, I do open, I try to, if, if I, if I haven't, then must be in the trash, but I open email promos because, uh, geography. Yeah. And so I have this insane, everybody makes funny of me, but it works. The little sticky notes. Yeah. And a lot of this happened, um, super developed at dwell, but, um, so sticking knows it's all geographic
2: locations, mm-hmm. you know,
1: everywhere, Chile, whatever, Iceland, and it lists all these people. But I will only put them up there, you know, if the promo truly totally got me, or you know, it's not if it was fit wired or fit dwell. Wow. So. Um, how
0: many how many promos do you think you get in a week?
1: I, I mean, hardly get any print
0: anymore. Oh, really? All um, right. Everybody, let's get that postage out. Yeah. Set them out. Five,
1: two, zero. <laughs> there <we> go. <laughs> uh, I do get a lot of zines. I'm into the zines. I like that.
2: All right. I don't know what
1: to do with them, but, I mean, I, those are awesome. Yeah. Um, and they look expensive. Yeah. It's d- sad, but. Yeah, you know, and also it it brings, like, the whole print is dying back to life, like, you know,
0: mm-hmm. and I'm
1: sure that they're all in their early 20s sending these zines, yeah. but um, I'm, I'm down with that.
0: No, that's exciting. Yeah. And I know you also, um, like I've showed you my work, like I mentioned, I went to the SPD portfolio review. I know, mm-hmm. I know you, you do, I think you, you do a bunch of the different reviews. Um, what is it about these portfolio reviews? Why do you go to them? Um, what do you kind of get out of it? I guess.
1: Well, I, I kind of, I hope that people sign up with me so they can, you know, get my opinion and, you know, I, I'm, Super honest, and I say you need to get that wedding shot out of there. You know, or I mean, not that bad, but you know, um, you yeah, know, something that doesn't deal with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Because as a as somebody who hires photographers, if the, if there's one bad seed in there, it, it it will freak me out that your shoot might come back mm-hmm. like looking like that. And that's just like a lighting, or even like the model. Like I, I have something in my brain you can't see it, but it's
2: yeah. like it's
1: something totally nuts. And um, not I shouldn't say not wired because their book isn't meant for wired, but yeah, um, but I but I do know that you know people will find out of me to be hired as well, so um, and I have totally hired many people that I've looked at portfolio reviews, so
0: yeah,
1: um, I did, I, I we just hired somebody from the Palm Springs one, so oh, wow,
0: that's exciting. Um, um yeah, Andrew
1: it, Williams is his name. Yes.
0: Okay. Oh, that's awesome. That's good to hear cuz I think that's why most photographers go there. They're hoping to find new clients cuz it's hard. It's as a photographer I know myself, it's hard to get face time. So I think that's why I know at least myself, that's why I kind of went there and it was it, it was good to kind of get different people's perspective. Um but it's kind of great to hear that you've actually hired people from those things. Uh, are there like any common mistakes you see um, looking at all these different portfolios? Is there any common mistakes photographers make you think when kind of putting a portfolio together?
1: So uh, just like a promo, when you choose that that one, that main image, that's what your first photo should be. Just be like, I want to keep turning the pages. And this is, for the record, I love iPad portfolios. I love PDFs as well. Um, I'm not down with looking at a website with you when we meet. You know, like if you put together a PDF,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like I could just go through your website now. You know, but uh, not not you, Alex. But yeah. I'm just saying, like anybody <laughs> who would present
2: something. Yeah.
1: Um, I think a lot of portfolio reviews require prints, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, just because it's fancy and we're all all of us, we're all such portfolio snobs. <laughs> It's so sad. Oh my god! Like one, if one came in with like the plastic thing you you got in high school, like yeah. we're like ah. But yep. it's great work, but you can't get get beyond that. It's mm-hmm. so mean. But um, that's why I just you know front the money for an iPad,
2: mm-hmm. um, not a mini. Yep. Um,
1: and then then it's free free pages, free PDFs, and you load it anytime. You can make specific ones for Wired and specific to California Sunday. You know. Yeah. Whatever. So,
0: um, yeah, no, that's, that's good to that's hear. Just, that's my opinion, No, but
1: no. not a lot of people are for the digital, but why not? It's just, I yeah. mean,
0: yeah, I think we see it on a
1: monitor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I do both. I still print mine. It's a lot of work, but I think if you're going to, it's spend, so pretty, I know. Yeah. If you're going to spend all that time, like creating the work, you might as well print it and kind of put it together. And it's just kind of like a final piece in my mind. And it's, it just kind of shows that, uh, you're taking it seriously and I think it's kind of, it's, it's the next level. And I think at least in my opinion, that's how you're going to get work. Yeah. Um, and
1: I remember, you know, the days where huge books were, were dropped off and,
0: mm-hmm. you know, yeah, definitely mm-hmm, the day,
1: the, the old days. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: so
1: sad. So sad. I keep bringing that up. It's all right. But, um, <laughs> um, but you know, and just like, People will still come to me. So I was at Dwell. I left Wired and went Dwell uh, 2011 to 2013 and came back to Wired because um, Dwell moved to New York. So okay. Wired or Scott Dad has called me and he's like, So are you going to New York? I'm like, Oh, I'll come back. Yeah. Um, but people still come to me with their architecture books. I mean, I just loved it. I mm. mean, mm. you know, interior, whatever. They'll still come to me and want their opinion, even though. I don't work there anymore, but you yeah.
0: know, yeah, it's kind pretty of awesome. That's pretty amazing. Like when you go from a magazine like Wired to Dwell, it's two complete super opposite. Com- yeah, super opposite. Um, how was your kind of experience at Dwell? Was that a magazine you had been looking at for years? Um, what kind of drew you to it's, it? It pretty. Yeah,
1: you know, it it was so thick. It was a book. It was beautiful, and it was you know there there weren't there still aren't that many publications in San Francisco I think Afar and, and Mother Jones in California Sunday mm-hmm. um, and you know uh, when Dwell was here uh, so I went there and everything like, it's so strange like I thought oh, I'm going to have to wear makeup and I'm going to have to wear a dress like it's <laughs> super luxury <laughs> I'm like straighten my hair every day. Yeah. So, uh, but I went there, and they're all super normal, just like everybody else I'd ever worked with, and they just love photography and they just love design. Yeah. You know. But the one thing about well, there's lots of things, but about Dwell is that the editors made the shot list. Oh, interesting. and I had it is beyond. It was. I'm sure they still do it. I'm assuming just a Shelter Mag, so because you want to shoot the shit that they are. Going to talk about. Yep. So they're like, you know, Joff Adler rug or, you know, Tom Dixon, whatever. Um, you know, so you got to make sure you shoot that. So they'll make a lift, um, and especially like molding or something, stairway. So that was it. Like, that was like, oh, I did not want to do shit. I don't send location scouts, you know. Wow. But also, yeah, for, for Dwell, it was just the experience was totally different. Um, I did my very first. <laughs> My very first shoot I did try and bring a wired photographer and like, you know, you build these relationships yeah, exactly. and they get bummed out. They're like, you're going where? <laughs> I'm like, also oh, hire you. Shut up. it's the same. You,
2: you're, see, you that's, can put on your soft
1: filter.
0: That's every photographer listening's worst nightmare. Because as a freelancer, it's like you spend all this time marketing, you build this, really and then it's like they're gone. <laughs> but it, just, oh, it, 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 it it's just part of the, it's part of the territory. Um, but with like with dwell, um, looking back at your time there, was there any project that kind of sticks out in your mind um, that you're like maybe oh
2: yeah
0: proud pr- of more than oh yeah yeah.
1: Well, what I was, I was saying is that I,
0: I had Brian think for an interior. Shoot.
2: Yeah.
1: There was a party. So that was, you know, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did do that, but he, he's, he also had to do interiors. And, you know, he doesn't go beyond the square. He still doesn't go beyond the square. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a, a bit, you know, upsetting to the designers when I'm like, I'm the director. I can... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But um, But what I do have one, and it's also, um, this this shoot is also my favorite of like, is that me?
0: No, that's me. Sorry. But, sorry.
1: Okay, um, it's my favorite of all time.
0: Oh really? All
1: that? time? Um, okay. So when you when you do shoots at shelter mags, it's in these people's homes. Mm-hmm. So there's no entourage. There's no green room. I mean, you know, Dwell doesn't do a lot of celebrity. Yep. But there, were, there was one that they did there, and I, you know, I had gone to plenty of, of Dwell shoots, um, and but you know, we had a celebrity. Um, uh, Brian Cranston built this beach house. that's super Dwell, and he loved Dwell, and so um, we're like, yeah, we're we're doing this. So uh, Alejandro, the creative director, and I went down a secret location in Southern California yeah. on the beach. And, um, we went, we just showed up. My cousin lived three miles away from his house. Like, and so I stayed with her, but, um, we showed up Alejandro and I did. Yeah. And it's just him. I want to say he's in a robe, but I don't know if I made that up throughout the years, but let's just say he was in a robe <laughs> and he's cleaning the windows. He's fucking cleaning the windows himself. And like, this is, um, it was right after he was Mr. White. So, wow. um, yeah. And so, you know, he's like fluffing the pill. No one is there. He's fluffing the pills. Him and his wife were there and, and he's like, can I get you guys an espresso? And we're like, oh, right, sure. Mm-hmm. So he makes us a little espresso, but, you know, cleaning the counters because we're there for a shoot. And, you know, we don't dwell, this, we don't, our dwell do, does not do any um, alternate. Like they don't decorate or like it, we shoot it as is. Oh, and, wow. You know, because this is, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> no. They don't, there's no stylist whatsoever so i mean this maybe they do now but you know i think
0: that's that's cool though it's just like an honest depiction super
1: authentic yeah yeah.
0: i like it there
1: were there were some houses not so cool so but i think they probably thought we were cleaning
0: or Mm. you know
1: say well you have to do you know. but people are you know they're super proud of their home if they're doing it super dwelly and expensive and you know mid-modern whatever Mm -hmm. then you know, they're gonna they're gonna keep it up so and show it off, especially when we're coming to shoot it. So oh anyway, so Art Survivor shot that. Yeah. And because when I went over to Dwell, he said, just to let you know and so did Joe Pug. He's like, you know, they have interior experience. And I'm like, Shut up yeah. And like and of course both of them showed me and I'm like, Oh, what do you do? So okay. So um, I mean I knew they could do it anyway. So Art Schreiber did that one. And um anyway that was it was super fun. It was just weird. And then, you know, Cranston he he bought us all lunch. he sat on his patio and just ate with with Walter White, I and mean, it was awesome.
0: Damn, that's pretty and pretty cool experience. I,
1: I know it was fun. Uh, it's just you know, I mean, I do have a, a lot of the experiences, but they they are in studios where you don't. I mean, it's not like you hang out with people and talk to them. Hmm. You know, so.
0: Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that, that's great. You're just
1: looking at a monitor the whole time. You don't look, talk about that.
0: So. Yeah, definitely. And then you ended up, um, after Dwell, you ended up coming back to Wired. Um, what kind of drew you back to Wired? Um, how did that kind of come together uh, to come back there?
1: Well, I think that, um, I mean, I missed the photography. I mean, Dwell had photography. It was fun, but it was very, um, you know, the, it wasn't, they weren't fond of me changing the look, so, um, which I totally, I get, they, they have a look and they still have that look and it's so beautiful and inviting and there's been some websites that make fun of it, but, um, there's, I don't know if those still exist, but, mm. um, but Wired, so the thing about Wired, they, their stories are every single subject yeah. and I mean everything. So you you can use any kind of photographer ever, mm. and the funnest one project for me is convincing an actual artist, like someone who would never cave to a publication, to cave to a publication. Yeah. Like that's like what I really really like to do. Mm. Um, and I I had this this one that um, is called Mystery Spots, and so. And if um, uh, JJ Abrams was like the guest editor, and so it was all like wow. creepy mystery weird stuff. And so I came up with this photo essay. I'm always like, whenever there's a theme, I'm like, I got a photo essay idea. Nice. So I just got to, I just want the whole entire issue to be photos, but they're not. They don't go for that. But um, so I came up with this idea to shoot uh, mystery spots. But originally it was which is super not wired. So places where, uh, Jimmy Hoffa might be buried.
2: Wow.
1: Um, not, not wired at all. turns out, but, um, so we're like, well, how a mystery spots? Like, but, uh, more science based. So I did a bunch of research. I'm like, okay, but I'm writing it. So I did a bunch of research and, um, I came up with like a list of 30 and we got it down to like six Easter Island was one of them. And then I found out it was like 20, just $20,000. You know, just as Just fly there, yeah. Yeah, So that one was crossed off. But for that one, um, I went through. I actually went to a um, magazine store and went through magazines, and there was one I think it was called Wound. Mm -hmm. I found this creepy photographer named Uta Kogelsberger, and she does landscapes, but super creepy and beautiful. And so I pitched her and then the places. Yeah. And it was like, yep. So then I had no idea if she was 14 or dead or I had no idea. Right. So I call her, she lives in London and she was a professor. It just all worked out. It's so weird. Wow. Professor. And, um, she, it was the summer was about to happen or something a break. Christmas break or something was about to happen. And so, She's like, yeah, I have exactly four weeks. And I'm like, okay, we're doing this. I'm sending you around the world. Um, And, of course, Easter Island was on it at the time. But Mm -hmm. then, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, then I found out how much it is to actually do that with a person. Um, And she just went by herself, but it was, okay, I'm not going to remember, but it's like uh, Bermuda Triangle, so Miami, and then Area 51, and then, um, yeah. it's all right. I don't know. I, oh my yeah. God. yeah, it's okay, but that was good. Like that's like that's like where the you're proudest, you know. When it's like the whole thing's yours, yeah. and I mean not to be greedy, yep. but it's like when you ha- do something like that, and when you just like, yeah, it's it's fun. I I encourage that, like, especially for a photo editor, and also and you know, we do so many admin stuff, and you know, just like I said, like planning a and. Or even just posting and researching. You have to use your creative brain. There's a reason why you're in this business. You have a photo brain. You have to, even we need to be creative and go crazy sometimes and think of crazy photo essays or, you know, or we'll go crazy.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
1: we'll go insane.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because that's one thing I'm always curious about because as, like, a photographer who's freelance, I, I don't work in, inside of a magazine. Like, h- how how do stories usually come together? Like, do, are you able, as a photo editor, do you get to pitch your ideas a lot? Or because obviously there's, like, the creative directors and then there's the photo editors. Uh, like, is that something, as a photo, photo editor, do you get to put your two cents in uh, very much and pitch ideas? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we have pitch meetings every
0: two weeks, mm-hmm.
1: but it is, it's, it's, you know, they're super businessy, sciencey um, the profile of a CEO, whatever. But for a photo essay, um, I've done it a couple of times where I, I stick it in the pitch packet, but I don't, I, I honestly don't think that that's the place for it. It's more of like, I'll put something together and email and send it to the essential, you know, the, the green lighters, because when you get, um, when you get a bunch of editors and everybody everybody can speak about any pitches mm-hmm. then it kinda it, it brings you down to fair, you know, well what about access or you know, I'm I'm such like I'm such a glasses is totally full. Yeah. <laughs> never never half full. That's good. That um you know, and, and so I think that way and totally irritates everybody including my husband but that's like i'm like of course going can happen what are you what are you fucking talking about it's gonna happen <laughs> so i'm never i'm never like oh if i could only blah mm-hmm. but it is rather irritating
0: yeah no, I, just, I just realized yeah that's that, no that's really interesting and you know one project i was really excited to talk to you about i i, I talked about it with you briefly when i showed you my book last year in new york um you did a project, um, I think, yeah, last year with photographer Michelle. Uh, I, I'm probably butchering her last. Uh, Michelle Graskoff, and it was yes. a whole, it was a whole portfolio of images of like all it Bill Gates and uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Jack Dorsey, and a bunch of other people. Um, uh, that totally
1: pro- insane. Yeah,
0: and yeah, if you could talk a little bit about like how that all comes together, because to, like as you know. To get these high-profile people to do one feature is hard enough, but you guys did this portfolio of like it was like a bunch of people you photographed. Um, how was your experience kind of working on that project?
1: Oh my god, that was that was like beyond. I mean, okay, maybe that's my favorite of all time. <laughs> Just like from the start, the start to the very end. So remember how I said, Uta Kogelsberger said, I'm available for exactly four weeks. Like this is what happened with Michelle, but this is how it started. We were in a meeting discussing, so Wired was turning 25. They're going to do a big event around it, but you know, they had a dream list of who would either be in the magazine, print and online, Mm -hmm. um, like as a little, how has technology affected you? And, and then they had to, so 25, people and then uh then they have to pick somebody who is awesome in their field and is going to be the future of it basically so um they started asking like the Dorseys and zuckerberg of the world and um and they were saying yes and so then they're like i sad but whenever a a huge project comes up like that i'm like okay so we're doing illo obviously (laughs) because that's insane to shoot 50 people and I don't I'm sorry but I'm not. I don't want 50 different photographers you know like I want you know one look yeah. and I can't choose one Michelle Roscoff and then um, hire somebody else on the east coast
2: because mm-hmm.
1: she's in LA like you know to cover the east coast but could you copy Michelle that'd be awesome yeah. like I can't that's not that's not cool so um, what happened is I went to Mopla month of start of LA Thank oh, you. Okay. Um, and, and I saw, I saw, um, I went to an exhibition and then her big fat photos were all over the wall and it was all like flashy and it was just her. And I, she sees, she's in the gallery and looking at her and she's doing it while she's in the gallery. She's doing her thing, like shooting people. <laughs> and I see, I'm like totally looking her up and down. And I'm like, oh, this could work actually because she doesn't have an assistant. Mm-hmm it's just her. She can move fat. And yes, I was thinking money about the assistant, but,
2: oh, yeah.
1: and like, she can, you know, I mean, for this, it was, I'm like, I need somebody with like one camera, like on like a flash on camera. Like I had to think of that way, that way. There was no time for a setup yeah. and like carrying all the equipment and like backdrop. So anyway, um, I sold it. Let's just say, um, to Maria, to the, uh, the executive editor here. And, um, that sounds horrible. I sold it. Whatever. I, I, I convinced her that this was, would be the awesome thing, and she said yes. And so um, it just so happened – oh, wait, let me back up. Yeah. Wait, Now. Okay. So just so happened that one of them was going to be in the Bay Area, and he lived in China, I believe. And one of them was going to be in the Bay Area, and she's like, you know, just, let's test it. I'm like, okay. I don't think Michelle knows this. So I call it Michelle. and am like, you, "You know, come up here and shoot this guy." And so she did. Turned it in. First of all, Michelle turns in all high res, already, already prepped. I think she still does that. Like it's yeah. they're all beautiful. And so, um, which you know, a lot of people don't do. And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying you you should, but for this particular project, because we used it's like a- all these like different photos, it was awesome. Yeah. Anyway. So then I call her because she's it. Like this is this is happening. I said, "What are you doing for the next
0: six weeks?" (laughs) That's the dream call Uh, from any. any, (laughs) I'm I'm still waiting for that call from somebody, but that's like the dream call for any photographer.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So she, uh, I did have a couple of you know Easter Island um, names on there that I pulled out, but you know they couldn't do it Uh, but still you know huge names so i said this is what i need you to do and i know it's insane Mm -hmm. but and so she um she i think i think there was some crying and um she's freaking out she's like totally and so i just started I, i printed out a calendar of july and august and um i said okay but I have you like you cannot plan anything because I'm going to assume that you are available because once I talk to these people, they're not going to be like, yeah, I could do it the 13th or the 15th. They're yeah. going to be like 13th. Yeah. So, um, she said, okay, but, um, August 16th, I think it is is her birthday. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, that's fine. I got that. You, I won't book you any birthday, but I did. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was a helicopter. So she was okay. Go. with it. <laughs> And I, She did barf, but you know that
0: kind of happens. But yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. It came out. It <laughs> came just out thinking. great. It this came out great because, like you said, it was so many people, and it was just like the everybody: Bill Gates, Jack Dorsey, all the guys, just the movers and shaker and within technology. When you finish a project like that, is it just like a? this, like, a sigh of relief, because I can't only imagine, you know, as as I know scheduling one person is hard enough sometimes, I can't imagine um, scheduling all these people, it must have been such a relief, and then also on top of that, this, it came out so well, you know?
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, it was just a huge high, and, and what happened is that, you know, typically, so this was the entire October issue, um, and typically, you know, I divide... Features and everything to all the photo editors. But I'm like, I just don't, I'm not being mean, but I don't see how I'm going to divide this. Like since I'm in control of her schedule, like I have this. So I just, I did it all. Wow. But we, we I sent everybody to a shoot because as I have mentioned previously, PR mm-hmm. um, and Michelle does tend to get kind of unflattering, flattering for us photographers, yeah. but, Unflattering for you know the people, but who cares? They're awesome, awesome photos. So, um, but yeah, it's, and but every single one of them, she was done in five minutes. And whether they give us 20 minutes or not, she was done in five minutes. She's like, Yeah, done. I got she would like do 60 photos or something, and they look at us and be like, Wow, wow. and um, yeah, <laughs> oh. so you know, they they a lot of them gave us a conference room and we're like, actually that's not going to really work for this. So we just like follow them around or go on the roof or go,
0: you know, on the street, San Francisco or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it seemed like an exciting project to work on. Um, I guess just to kind of like wrap up, like you've been doing this for a while. You've got to work on a lot of cool projects, work with like so many, some of the most legendary photographers what is it about like working within photography and being a photo- photo editor uh what is it you love about it most you think and like anything you're hoping to work on in the future
1: wow um, a, that's I a long I... that's a mouthful of questions mm. so. <laughs> let's do this for another hour <laughs> so, uh, i <laughs> no um oh my god i you know honestly this is just talking to all my other friends who have, you know, maybe they're in HR or marketing or something. Like, this is so, so lucky. I feel so lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I get to work with, yes. Oh, by the way, you asked me this the first question, I think, is that do I shoot? I do. Okay. But I shoot, you know, cats and my kids. But, I, you know, I still, I have a hot um, from my grandfather. Mm-hmm. And I still use that. Wow, And not so many places to develop it, but, you know, um, I mean, I still, I still, you know, Instagram, Instagram, like Instagram was invented. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like a diary basically. So I didn't really care about other people looking at it. It just made me feel good to like release, like anyway. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, just something different every day, something different happens every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and even like, I have this thing where I don't, I don't plan meetings on Mondays mm. because that's my day to like get my shit back together. That because I, you fall so far behind on everything because something does jump in your lap every single day—an urgent emergency, a shoot, or I don't know, uh, maybe a rights issue, or you know, anything fun like that. So, um, I have, yeah, it's just I don't know. I and I have had the jobs, you know, before, you know, like a mailroom when I was, you know, early twenties or whatever, were super boring. And, you know, it's, you know,
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. It puts it, puts I in, just, I
1: just offended mailroom people everywhere, but I
0: just like, no, I think, you know, you, no, it makes sense. Cause like, you know, a lot of people listen to this. Like I know myself for a long time before I could be a f- photographer, I worked like crappy jobs. And if you, I think at least for me, if you just keep digging, because like photography is competitive. It's competitive if you want to be a photo editor. It's competitive if you want to be a photo, a photographer. It's competitive all around the board. But I think, at least for me, if, if you love it this much and you keep grinding, you can get an opportunity. You can go from the mailroom and you can become a photo editor if you love it that much.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, when I was in the mailroom, I, that's when I sent in for to be a photo intern i just made up the apparently mm-hmm. made up the position for them you know i don't think i was paid but i didn't care at the time mm. now you have to legally pay but um. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you just gotta make okay. you gotta make your own opportunities is like getting getting pitches from photographers is, is that something you well in- yeah
1: that's what i was yeah so you know always always pitch you know, you have to know who you're pitching to,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um, because, you know, for us, we kind of, we only accept science and, you know, engineering and, uh, you know, there's so much climate, so many climate projects and we can only do so many, but, you know, um, that's our, that's our, our deal, you know, robots, lasers, whatever, but that doesn't, those don't make, you know, great, like in like deep Mm
2: -hmm. photo
1: essays and, and projects. But always pitch. Um, I, I suggest, you know, not depending on whether someone can, like, accept it like, and commission you and then pay for it. But if you have the time to make it yourself and then sell that, yeah. Like we do that all the time. Awesome. Um, you know, and but definitely know who you're pitching to. Yeah. But always have a project or you will go crazy waiting for the phone to ring. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, to be, or text.
0: yeah yeah definitely (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah yeah, for sure and i guess this is my last question um what's next like is there any like bucket list projects you're hoping to work on or anything what's uh what's on the horizon for anna alexander oh shit
2: i
1: well (laughs) i don't know oh i can't answer that question i i i totally i lived it day to day
0: that's good i really do i like Um, it just keep, keep it simple and keep grinding and keep uh keep producing those cool shoots and
1: uh you know i come home happy every day that's what's important i think i do maybe maybe <laughs> not but you know
0: <laughs> that's good
1: but um yeah
0: well anyways uh anna Sorry. i can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this it was a real pleasure i know for myself for myself and a lot of photographers uh it's always just kind of a mystery out there of like what photo editors want uh so it was definitely a real pleasure kind of Getting to talk to you and hear more about like what it's like being a photo there at a magazine um yeah so i can't thank you enough uh thank you
1: thank you Perfect. i really i love photo banter i'm totally hooked i'm like i've listened to almost all of them now in my two-hour commute so thank you
0: so there you have it that was the anna alexander interview i just want to say thanks so much to anna for taking the time to come on the podcast um, I've been a big fan of all the work she's produced over the years at at Wired and Dwell. So, is just a really great chance to talk to a photo editor? I know, as for myself as a photographer and freelance, it's uh, it's always just kind of a mystery of like how fo- photo editors find photographers and what they're looking for. So, so I can't thank her enough for taking the time to talk to me. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Definitely go check out Wired.com and definitely pick up an issue of Wired. This is some of the best photography out there. They're always doing creative stuff, so definitely check that out. And as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, as well as my website, alexganyphoto.com and on my Instagram, at alexganyephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.